Good morning, and welcome to Simply AI. It's Tuesday, February 6th. On today's show, Colossian utilizes GenAI to create corporate training videos, and we'll explore how to train your own generative adversarial network. Plus, researchers from EPFL and MetaAI propose Chain of Abstraction CoA, a new method for LLMs to better leverage tools in multi-step reasoning. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply AI. We start off with a look at corporate training videos, which often fail to capture the full attention of employees, with a recent poll from Kaltura revealing that 75% of staff admit to skimming through these videos or multitasking while they play. But could there be a solution to make these videos more engaging and less of a financial drain? Colossian, a company that uses AI to generate workplace learning videos, believes so. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, Abby. Indeed, David. Colossian uses AI to remix, reanimate, and edit footage of virtual avatars against changeable backdrops. Users can input a script to be read aloud by Colossian's text-to-speech engine, which also translates the script into over 70 languages. This means any company can create a video about almost anything efficiently without the need for conventional filming resources. That sounds promising. Can you tell us more about the company behind this technology? Certainly. Colossian was founded in 2020 by Dominic Mate Kovac, an engineer and data scientist. Kovacs was inspired to start Colossian by the growing corporate interest in generative AI. He believes that despite the challenges of AI adoption, such as limited AI skills and data complexity, many organizations are actively working to overcome these hurdles. How does the platform perform in practice? While the platform's avatars might be a bit stiff and the text-to-speech engine somewhat robotic compared to more sophisticated generative AI tools, it's still a step up from many corporate videos. However, the platform doesn't generate videos as quickly as one might expect. For instance, a 38-second clip takes around 11 minutes to produce. Despite this, several household brands, including Novartis, Porsche, Vodafone, HPE, and Paramount, are reportedly happy to pay for a subscription to Colossian. What sets Colossian apart from the competition in the generative AI video space? Kovac believes that Colossian's focus on interactivity and engagement sets the platform apart. Features like integrations with learning management systems and a conversation mode that allows two avatars to hold a dialogue with each other are particularly attractive. The company recently raised $22 million in funding, which will be used to triple Colossian's headcount and develop new capabilities like branching videos and knowledge checks. Thanks for that insight, Abby. It's indeed intriguing to see how technology evolves Speaking of which, let's shift our focus to Generative Adversarial Networks, or GANs. These are machine learning algorithms that can imitate a certain data distribution, initially introduced by deep learning specialist Ian Goodfellow and his team in a 2014 Neuropes article. Today, we have Bella with us to delve deeper into this topic. Bella, could you explain to us what exactly a GAN is and how it works? Certainly, David. A GAN is made up of two neural networks. One is trained to generate data, while the other is trained to distinguish between real and fake data, hence the adversarial nature of the model. While the concept of using a structure to generate data isn't new, 
Scans have produced impressive results in creating images and videos. Examples include style transfer with CycleGAN and StyleGAN-generated human faces. Interesting. And how do these GANs differ from the more commonly used discriminative models? Discriminative models are used in most supervised classification or regression problems. They learn the boundaries between classes from the training data and then use these boundaries to classify an input. In mathematical terms, discriminative models find the conditional probability of the output given the input. On the other hand, generative models like GANs are trained to explain the generation of a dataset in terms of a probabilistic model. They can produce new data by taking samples from a generative model. So, if I understand correctly, GANs are a type of generative model, and they can be used to create new data. Can you give us an example of how this might work? Sure. Let's take the example of a handwritten digit dataset. A generative model could be trained using this dataset to produce new digits. During the training phase, an algorithm would be used to adjust the model's parameters in order to minimize a loss function and discover the probability distribution of the training set. GANs certainly do have a lot of potential. Thanks for sharing, Bella. Now let's shift our focus to another area of AI, large language models, or LLMs. Despite significant strides in interpreting and executing instructions, they still struggle with errors in recalling and composing world knowledge, leading to inaccuracies in responses. To address this, researchers from EPFL and Meta have introduced the Chain of Abstraction Reasoning Method, a robust and efficient approach for LLMs to perform multi-step reasoning with tools. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent for Simply AI. That's right, David. The Chain of Abstraction, or COA, reasoning method allows LLMs to create reasoning chains with abstract placeholders. These placeholders are then replaced with specific knowledge obtained from external tools, such as calculators or web search engines, grounding the final answer generations. How does this differ from previous methods? Unlike previous methods, where LLM decoding and API calls are interleaved, COA reasoning encourages LLMs to interconnect multiple tool calls and adopt more feasible reasoning strategies. The abstract chain of reasoning allows LLMs to focus on general and holistic reasoning strategies without generating instance-specific knowledge for the model's parameters. This decoupling of general reasoning and domain-specific knowledge enables parallel processing, speeding up the overall inference process. How was this method trained? To train LLMs for COA reasoning, the researchers repurposed existing open-source question-answering datasets. The LLM was prompted to rewrite answers as abstract chains, replacing specific operations with abstract placeholders. The resulting COA traces were then validated using domain-specialized tools to ensure accuracy. And how did the COA method perform in tests? The COA method was evaluated in two domains, mathematical reasoning and Wikipedia question answering. In both domains, COA outperformed baselines and demonstrated superior performance compared to the toolformer baseline. It yielded an average accuracy increase of about 7.5% for mathematical reasoning and 4.5% for Wikipedia question answering. Notably, COA also exhibited faster inference speeds. What are the implications of these findings? The COA reasoning method separates general reasoning from domain-specific knowledge, fostering more robust multi-step reasoning in LLMs. Its efficiency in tool usage contributes to faster inference making it a promising approach for diverse reasoning scenarios. 
the experiments on mathematical reasoning and Wikipedia question answering underscore the versatility and efficacy of the COA method, suggesting its potential for broader applications in enhancing LLM performance in various domains. After hearing from Simply AI correspondent James on the chain of abstraction reasoning method for large language models, let's now shift our focus to China, where internet giant Tencent has unveiled a new version of its open source video generation model, Dynamicrafter, on GitHub. This move is part of a broader trend among China's tech firms to make their mark in the text and image to video space. Here to discuss this further is Michael, a correspondent for Simply AI. Can you tell us more about Dynamicrafter and how it works? Certainly, David. Like other generative video tools, Dynamicrafter uses the diffusion method to convert captions and still images into short videos. This method is inspired by the natural phenomenon of diffusion in physics, where particles move from an area of high concentration to one of low concentration. In the context of machine learning, diffusion models can transform simple data into more complex and realistic data. And how does this new version of Dynamicrafter differ from the previous one? The second generation of Dynamicrafter is producing videos at a pixel resolution of 640 times 1024, which is an upgrade from its initial release that featured 320 times 512 videos. According to an academic paper published by the team behind Dynamicrafter, their technology differs from competitors in that it broadens the applicability of image animation techniques to more general visual content. Can you elaborate on how Dynamicrafter's technology differs from traditional techniques? The key idea behind Dynamicrafter is to utilize the motion prior of text-to-video diffusion models by incorporating the image into the generative process as guidance. Traditional techniques, on the other hand, mainly focus on animating natural scenes with stochastic dynamics or domain-specific motions. How does Dynamicrafter compare to other models in terms of output? In a demo that compared Dynamicrafter with Stable Video Diffusion and Pika Labs, the result of the Tencent model appeared slightly more animated than others. However, it's important to note that none of these models currently give the impression that AI will soon be able to produce full-fledged movies. What does this development mean for the AI industry? Generative videos are seen as the next focal point in the AI race following the boom of generative text and images. It's therefore expected that startups and tech incumbents are investing heavily in this field. This is particularly true in China, where aside from Tencent, other tech giants like ByteDance, Baidu, and Alibaba have each released their video diffusion models. That was Simply AI. Reporter Michael, thanks for the insights. And with that, we conclude our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply AI. We'll see you back here tomorrow.